So there's an old phrase in the property management business, and it says, windshield time is wasted time, meaning every minute you as a property manager are sitting in your car behind the windshield driving somewhere, you are wasting time. It's a very real challenge for us because we manage properties which are located all around town and we have to visit those properties from time to time. I want to introduce you to a software solution that we use that helps us greatly reduce and in some cases completely eliminated the windshield time that we as property managers have to spend. I'm going to interview my friend Kobe Ben Simon. He is the founder of Showdigs. Are you familiar with Showdigs? They're in many markets. It's a fascinating company that has on-demand showing agents for things like inspections, notice delivery, showing of vacant properties. I think you're going to find this a fascinating interview as you consider utilizing a third party to help you with some of the windshield time that you don't have to do. At the end of that, we'll take a question specifically on should we allow tenants to paint walls in their own properties. Here we go. Kobe Ben-Simon, welcome to the Property Management Business Podcast. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me here on the podcast. You you and I have known each other for quite a few years. That's true. Yes. And this is the first... Kobe, you are the first guest I've had on this podcast at all. How does that make you feel? Oh, I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was looking for honored, but I'll take nervous. I'll, I'll take nervous. You've been on some big stages. I don't believe you should be nervous. Yeah, no, I'm excited. You know, I've been a big supporter of PM Build uh, um, for yes, a while. Yes, you have. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, and th this is a natural conversation. We not just want to talk about property management, the industry, but introduce people a little bit to, to the, the product you put together, uh, show digs that way. But but I want to start with this big overarching question. You've been in the property management space for a number of years. You talk to a lot of PMs. You have your finger on this pulse in a way a lot of the people in the weeds don't. What what do you, What is your take on the rental market right now? Uh, well, I'll start by saying that I'm super excited about the opportunities currently, um, especially in the single family uh, rental market. As you know, Mark, I started uh, building software tools for property managers back in 2007. But for most of those years, I was part of the multifamily uh, segment, and uh, as you know, that you know that space went through a huge uh, 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 growth and disruption and, and uh, uh, innovation for the past uh, 10, 15 years. But it's clear to me that you know uh, the opportunities now, the excitement, all that wave that we saw in multifamily 10, 15 years ago is now hitting the single family space. And in a high level, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about what's going on. And there's a lot of similarities between what we are going through right now and what the folks who manage apartment buildings saw 10, 15 years ago. Okay, so <clears throat> expand on that a little bit. What, what are those similarities? Um, and 
And I'll just say you probably wanted me to touch on the uh, 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 situation right now with interest rates and uh, uh, um, and everything that's going on, and, and I'm sure we'll get there. Uh, but on the you know on the high level view, uh, it's a very exciting time in in our space right now, right? There's a lot of consolidation, yeah. uh, uh, an industry that's been um, you know very hyper local dominated by uh, 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 players who serviced, you know, very small area. Um, and all of a sudden, we have institutional money coming in. We have tech companies trying to innovate in the entire model of, of property management. We have players starting to scale up and consolidate and and uh, uh, merge and, and, and acquire one another. Um, and we have tenants who are expecting, uh, you know, a, a different product nowadays. So all together, when you put all of those together, haven't even mentioned the build to rent uh, uh, and what's going on there. There's so many things happening. It's hard not to be not to be excited. I agree. I, I've I've said talked about this. Uh several times that i think our industry the single family property management industry is stepping into what's probably going to be a decade of really strong growth as it relates to new owner clients wanting to hire us and and that's a uh, for a number of reasons i think a big part of it are those interest rates that you mentioned right interest rates are i saw today they're like hitting eight percent for a lot of folks that way which is which is keeping, which is slowing the sales market. And historically in our industry, as the sales market slows and people can't sell, they decide, well, I guess I'll rent it out. You know, for, for the last decade, no one has said, gosh, I can't sell, I guess I'll rent it out. Because for the last decade and a half, really, if, if you wanna sell, it's like throw a number at a dartboard, take that number, multiply it times a zillion, that's the price point you list your house at, and then count your offers. Like it, it's been easy. But now with the sales market slowing, we're seeing all these reluctant landlords, accidental landlords, whatever you want to call them, coming back to the, the, the market, back to us uh, as a property management industry. We, uh, you know, for example, we, we got more leads last year, Kobe, owner client leads in one month than we've ever had in any month in the history of our 45 years. That's that, unbelievable to me. That is great. And it aligns with what I hear from uh, many of our uh, uh, clients here at Shelldix. Um, but there's, you know, it's it's important to note some in the industry also struggle right now, right? Uh, it's not all roses. Uh, oh, it's and, not all roses, no. <laughs> um, so, yes, I agree with you also. It's the best time ever for growth. I think it's the hardest time ever operationally. It has never been more challenging. We also right now, this is here's the bad news, right? We have more vacancies right now than we've ever had in the history of our company. And one of the challenges we're experiencing is getting these things rented, getting vacant properties shown, getting them rented. So this, I, I didn't plan this, but this is an amazing lead in, Kobe, to show digs here, right? It, it's almost like we know what we're doing here, isn't it, this conversation? Almost, yes. <laughs> Kobe, you guys don't know Kobe. He's such a humble guy. He's such a nice guy. Um, okay, so first of all, what what was the need that you saw? I mean, give me a little bit of background history. When did when did Show Digs pop into your head? What was the initial need that you saw? Like, what what were you trying to do? 
Uh, well, I'll take you back to 2016, so a few uh, years ago. Uh, at the time, I was working for RealPage. Many of you guys know it as the company behind uh, multiple industry tools like uh, Propertyware and Buildium and uh, 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 many other tools. Um, and I was managing the, um, the resident services uh, group. Anything... Uh, um, consumer touch, when they search for new homes, when they want to apply, when they, they, uh, they want to sign a lease, we had a slew of tools that uh, uh, I manage. And it, as I said earlier, it was mainly focused on the multifamily space. But I started seeing reports coming from our data analyst uh, every day about, you know, the shift to single family, how we as a country, we're not building enough uh, 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 homes for the millennials who are reaching an age where they want to move to their starter home. And previous generation, they could have afforded to buy their starter home. But as we know, this is not the case today. Real estate prices are so high. Student debt, for various reasons, um, for millennials nowadays, they have to rent their starter home. And it was pretty clear to everyone looking at the data that the whole space of single family rental is gonna is 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 gonna get the big push and there'll be a lot of opportunities and we're gonna see players who want to scale their business who want to do a uh, 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 move from managing maybe a few hundred homes to thousands of homes we started hearing about those institutional investors buying thousands of of homes and trying to manage them across state lines and i said all right this you know the the entrepreneur in me said all right this is the the opportunity let's uh, let's jump in the water so i left the uh, uh, real page and i started show Dave's really to build a platform to help property managers scale right i talked to dozens of, of uh, 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 you know, traditional property management managers and asked them, why are you only managing 400? Not, why not 4,000 homes, right? Why not uh, 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 even 1,000, right? We know property management is a, is a scale game, right? The more uh, 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 houses you manage, the better the businesses, the better the economics. Um, and it was pretty clear that the um, uh, uh, the operational challenges were just too difficult. I kept hearing that property managers are not take, are, are turning away landlords if they are 10, 15 miles away from their office. And you know that that didn't make sense to me. You can't build you know a, a, an attractive business just hoping you know to stay in a 10 mile radius. Um, and uh, uh, when we break it down, we say, why, what, why is the geo geography such a limiting factor? And we heard about, you know, needing to drive to the properties multiple times. Every time there's a turnover, every time there's a small thing, uh, uh, keeping those field agents, uh, 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 um, uh, you know, being efficient. You know, on one hand, they have to stand in traffic all day, so they, you know, they spend all their day just driving around. Um, then in the summer, there's not enough in them. In the winter, you don't know what to do with them. So we said, all right, there's a need for a different 
labor model for this industry. It doesn't make sense. This industry is not going to scale with the tradition, traditional labor model. And uh, we looked around. We saw, you know, what DoorDash is doing for restaurants, what Instacart is doing for uh, um, uh, uh, grocery stores. And we said, we have to build that for property management. We need a labor force that's based on, you know, task-based, right? The gig economy, big word back then, uh, where any property manager can tie into it, have hundreds of available laborers that they just pay for what they use, you know, and uh, 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 and that will allow them to scale. I and love this, it. I love it. How so? It? Yeah. Okay. I got, I got, I can't stand it. I got to interrupt you, Kobe. I got to interrupt you because yes, you make so many good points there. Right. Knowing being in the property management business as long as I have, uh, I know. And a lot of uh, people will talk about this in the industry. The biggest time waster for anybody in the property management industry is windshield time, right? When you're sitting in that car, whether you're driving to a property, a showing, a turnover, when you're in the car, that's wasted time. And we hate that as an industry. And it's gotten worse and worse and worse over time. As you just said, if if you're in a big city, I'm in Denver, to get from one side of Denver to the other during traffic is gonna take a couple hours. So if someone schedules a showing, it, oh, okay, I gotta tell you, but this is, this is how long we've been in business. I remember the day my dad and I are in the office and uh, we had a property in Cherry Creek, which is the other side of Denver from where we were. And he was gonna go show it, right? Three o'clock in the afternoon showing. So he's like, okay, I'm going I'm going to show the property. Gets in his car. This was you know, 1985, I don't know. Starts driving away. And then two minutes later, I get a phone call. It's the person who was gonna show it. And they're like, hey, I'm not gonna be able to make that showing at three o'clock. Now, this is the, before cell phones. This is before pagers. This is before that technology stuff. And I remember literally running to the parking lot to try to stop my dad from driving what will end up being a three hour commute only to sit there at the property for half an hour to have nobody show up and to drive back. And it, it was like, that was just a day in the life that happened. And, and then of course came the advent of pagers, which was amazing. So I could page my dad and say, turn around, they're not coming. And then of course came phones that we could do that. But at the end of the day, we're still drive time, right? It's still, you're still in the car, you're still doing the showings, you're doing the inspections. And what I really like about what you guys put in place, and you just said this, you recognize that that we still need people, right? You, It's a people business, I believe. We have a people problem. And the solution isn't technology. Tech doesn't, tech can help. But what you've done, in my view, is you've layered on tech to solve the people issue. Right. There's still people. We still want to be high touch and we want people showing the properties uh, from time to time. But you've allowed tech to get us that gig economy people uh, on, on demand field agents. Right. Talk, talk to me what that you, you mentioned, uh, uh, the, the, the Uber services and that stuff for people that are like, what are you guys talking about? I don't even understand what you're talking about. In a nutshell, what and, and and I would love to say, it, but I would I'm going to save the drum roll for you. What does what does uh, Show Digs allow me as a property manager to do without ha without having to hire a leasing person? I can do what. So um, the big, you know, aha moment for us is when I realized there is a workforce out there nationwide of millions of people, they're called real estate agent, brokers, 
every state calls them a bit different, but those are people who our job is to help their small business owners, right? They're building the real estate business. Uh, they're helping people with transaction, right? Buying, selling real estate. Uh, back in the day, some of them were even in the rental market, but for a while now, most of them are not involved in anything rental. And uh, those people are, you know, those real estate agents, you can find them in any street, every neighborhood in the in this country. Uh, they are trained by the state, they are vetted, they take classes, they dress professionally. You know, you can argue they're a higher class of labor than what the traditional property manager can usually afford to hire directly. And we, uh, uh, and we realize that those guys are dying to, for a model to get some supplemental income to keep them between those commission checks, right? It's a very tough business being a real estate agent. Especially today, yeah. So what Trodix does is we connect you to those agents. We uh, uh, recruit those agents. We train them on basic property management uh, tasks. We train them on how to do showings when the house is still occupied, when the house is vacant. We uh, uh, how to do an open house and a rental house, uh, 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 which is a bit different than you know a house for sale. We train them on uh, uh, how to do a proper moving report and move out report, how to take pictures for a listing. All those small, usually mundane tasks, but still you can't get around, right? And yeah, they're necessary. Like inspections are necessary, showings are necessary. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm a tech guy. I build multiple software product. I believe you can do a lot with technology. There's a, a potential to, but when it comes to property management, especially in the single family space, you can't avoid at the end of the day, someone visiting the property, opening the door, taking pictures, uh, meeting tenant or prospect. So the, the human element, we just can't, uh, 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 can't get away with it. Um, so those real estate agents, they walk around their day taking care of their business. They have the Showdigs app on their phone. Think about similar to how a Uber driver has the Uber app on their phone. And throughout the day, we ping them with tasks on behalf of our property manager, right? management, right? So if you think about Showdigs as a, a, a platform to a, a manage your field work, your leasing, a, 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 your condition report. Um, we don't just schedule a showing for you. We will also find a real estate agent who happens to be a mile or two away and is willing to handle the showing on your behalf for a, a, a small low fee, you know, just to cover their time. Um, and they'll be happy to do it, right? They happen to be in the street on, or in the neighborhood. They'll walk in, they'll meet your prospect, they'll meet your tenant, They'll take, you know, they'll do the the reports that you need, or they'll handle your showings, your open houses, and you just pay them a fraction, you know, a, a flat fee for their time. And, and they love it. It's a great way for them to supplement their income. They'll fill up a really nice report after each showing. They'll do a very a, a, a good job uh, uh, with whatever we, we assign them. And this model fits property management uh, uh, like a glove, right? First, yes. 
it's, it's a perfect uh, labor, right? Those are the exactly the people you want to hire if you could. That's right. And second, it scales, right? If you have, I don't know, 20, 30 vacancies right now, guess what? All, all your tenants want to see them or your prospective tenants want to see them after work at 5, 6 p.m. We can do that, right? Because we have hundreds of them in the Denver area, right? You need us to uh, check on hundreds of your, your current uh, uh, houses and do their annual walkthrough. No problem. It's, it, it scales very nicely. You know, su busy summer months, you pay more for their time. Winter months, you don't have to worry about uh, uh, extra capacity. It just fits very well with the seasonality, both in the week, right, and in the year. And, and it's the perfect match uh, and yes. on him. So let me let me uh, explain to you how we use you guys because we're we're customers we're we're clients of yours. My team loves you guys, and it's it's for the reasons you just talked about, right? I love it as the business owner because my team would say, "Hey, we have to go hire someone to do inspections, or we have to go hire someone to do showings." Because what are we going to do if someone wants to see a property and and we're all busy? And, and yes, we do some self showings, but sometimes you just can't only do self showings. You need the personal showings. So does that mean I've got to hire another leasing person to sit in my office and pay him a salary to go show properties now and then? I mean, that, that would be one option. Or as you just said, do we say, oh my gosh, this, this person wants to see this property at 5 p.m. today. Who wants to do it? Oh, I know. Let's utilize show digs and have a, as you said, a pre-vetted licensed real estate agent who, as you said, they're typically more professional than a lot of people, go out to the property and because they're licensed, they already meet all the, the training criteria. I know you guys do like fair housing training with them as well. So they're not gonna say something stupid uh, when they get in there, let them go do it, pay them a few bucks. And then if we don't need to use it again for two weeks, I'm not paying anything for the next two weeks. It's it's complete on demand. So I would imagine for you guys, does your does the activity level like ramp up in the summer when a lot of when the, when the property managers have all their vacants and kind of ramp back down in the winter, or is it relatively stable? Uh, no, there is seasonality. We do see even throughout the week. You can imagine weekends mm -hmm. are busy. It's funny, yeah. right? When you want to be as a property manager, you want to be with your family and you don't want to work. Yes. Some, but you know, that's when people want to see properties. That's right. Uh, that's when people want to see properties. And guess what? Licensed real estate agent, that's the day they work, right? That's when they're available. So it's like such a that's good thing. when they're available. That's right. That's right. So when you, when you guys first started, correct me if I'm wrong here, when you guys first started, you were just doing the showings like that. And then you added on uh, like the property surveys, inspections, whatever people call them in their market. You added that on. I loved when you guys did that. I loved it. Loved it. And my team does it because we in our company we're required to do an annual occupied property walkthrough uh, on every property once a year, right? We go in, it's it's not a big deal, but we go in, we're there for 15 minutes. We take a picture of every room. We make sure there's no uh, damage that, that shouldn't be there. We make sure there's no major lease violations. Do they, do they have a dog dish sitting there when they're not supposed to have a dog? You know, we look for that type of stuff. It's just a best practice in the industry. And for, for literally years, we struggled with that operationally because with everything going and moving along, how do you get into every property at least once a year to do that walkthrough? The scheduling is a pain in the neck. Tenants don't show up. You forget the keys. Like it is just a pain in the neck 
to do. And then when you guys started offering that, because but we 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 had gotten a pretty good solution for that. We had a, a person; he was an independent contractor. He'd go around and do these. But even he would say to us, "Hey, like twenty percent of these properties, Mark, that you guys manage, they're just too far. Like I just don't want to do them. They're, they're too far away." And so we were faced with this dilemma: Well, what do we do for these twenty percent? Is Mark going to go do them because nobody else will? And then when you guys started offering that, that was a great add-on for us because we could still say, well, we've got our guy who's going to do this small little group of showings in this one geographic area he likes, but all the rest of them, let's start utilizing show digs for that. And what's happened as we started doing that is, is we've done that more and more and more. And as our guy has done less and less and less, now show digs is kind of our number one solution on that. So how do we do annually? Mr. Owner, Mr. Perspective Owner says, hey, do you guys inspect my property during the lease term? We sure do. We do a one-time per year walkthrough uh, with photo inspections. And it costs my time nothing. We pay the, we charge the owner for it. We pay a small fee. We actually have, a, that's a little bit of a profit center there for us. And, and you guys get that done for us. Yeah, it, it's funny, Mark. You know, when we started, we obviously, we asked, property managers, you know, what's the number one reason that uh, gets you in a car driving across town? And the first thing they said was, you know, showings, you know, you have to, on average, six to eight visits uh, 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 to handle showing. So we took care of that. And then we came back to them and said, now what? What's the next thing? And 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 because we always had that vision that uh, um, the labor force, on the ground, right? Property managers should stay in the office with their team, be effective, handle their landlords, handle the tenants. All those visits in the field, that's what's killing their productivity and time. So we wanted to, to take care of that. Now, once we got to those annual walkthroughs, uh, uh, surveys, I, I was surprised how much property manager hate that task, right? They have to yes, coordinate. And then, and even though they're required to do it once a year, so many out there are not getting to that, and they're open. <laughs> Kobe, that that's an industry secret. You're not. We all know it. We all know we're not doing it, but we're not supposed to talk about the fact that we're not doing it. So, so shh, don't don't tell anybody that. So, so it's nice because now <laughs> with our client, like like you guys, you know, when we have all the tools, you know, tenants can book it on their own schedule and reschedule and and take care of everything. So the tenants love it, and then we find those real estate agent who happens to be in the neighborhood and just pay them a, a small flat fee. Now all of a sudden we have clients going back to their landlord saying, "Hey, you want me to do it four times a year? Why just once?" That's right. Exactly. Profit center for them because they're selling it, and guess what? Landlords love it. Yeah, you can visit every quarter and 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 send me a report and what's going on. Great, of course I'll pay yep. for it. So like this biggest pain is now their their uh, uh, number one service, and and it's just because again we haven't invented anything. Uh, it's not that we we are sending you know unmanned drone to take pictures. <laughs> Change the, the labor model from. Change labor model, yeah. yeah. From one person who's full time has to do everything to hey tap into, you know the four hundred real estate agents in Denver who each one of them can uh, uh, go uh, 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 take those pictures, write those comments, check on the house, and send you a report. 
it's a fascinating model. But my big disappointment, Kobe, like what I what really bothers me, what keeps me up at night is is you put this together before I did. Is that you invented this and I didn't? Because it's just it's so common sense and it's so needed. It's such a no brainer for us as property managers. So uh, wow. kudos for putting this together. And, and by the way, you know, Kobe's a humble guy. I didn't realize this, Kobe. I was doing some research on you. You're a graduate of MIT. Uh, yes, I don't know if it earns me any points. And uh, well, <laughs> normally not. But you're not just some entrepreneur who had some silly idea and just threw something together. And and degrees. I mean, I got to admit, degrees don't impress me. But you're a sharp, smart guy. Is my point with that? So the software is really, really tight. Like your software is just top notch. But also the idea and the business model. I think that's why you guys have been successful. You didn't just create a, a great software. <laughs> with no use and you didn't find a really big use and have crummy software you really put together both in my opinion you know i think the secret is really understanding your user not assuming that you know better than them or or you have a, yeah. you know you're gonna invent property management for the first two years of show digs, i did not uh, have an office and what i did i just called my early users and said, can I park at your office? They always have, you know, free desk. <laughs> Come with computer and office from, from, uh, 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 you know, be in your office for the week and just doing my stuff, you know, coding, writing emails, uh, uh, presentation, and just hearing what property managers go through. And when you hear the number of phone calls they get to the office every day on mundane questions, right? Why is my, house still on the market and they have to start scrambling around and who toured that house first why do we don't have any application what should happen and and, and it, it's very obvious what what they need right so uh, uh you know wor working with people like yourself and understanding their pains and asking them the basic question right why can't you take a hundred more properties right and and listening to their you know their challenges and the solution then come easy love it i love it so what are what markets are, are you guys nationwide are you in pockets of markets like how, where, where are you geographically yeah so uh, uh nationwide people can sign up to show digs we have a suite of uh, uh leasing tools to you know uh, um uh, 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 coordinate with prospects and uh, uh, schedule tours and do self-guided tours and uh, verify identity of prospective tenants, all those tools that every property manager should have, whether from Showdigs or someone else. And in 20 cities across uh, the, the U.S., and we're adding uh, uh, every quarter, we're adding a couple more, uh, we have that network in aggregate thousands of real estate agents walking with our app on their phone waiting to get jobs right uh, 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 um, that they can help property managers in the day-to-day -day operation that's great i um i heard a rumor kobe i didn't you don't know i'm gonna ask you this question so i heard a rumor though that you guys also either offer now or you're starting to offer to folks like us the uh, no service of notices, like a, a demand for rent. So if I've got a stack of 25 demand notice rent demands that legally I have to serve to initiate that process, you can have your folks do that. Is that 
Is that true? Yeah, you know, it's funny. We thought those paper notices are uh, are, are a history, right? Uh, who would imagine in the uh, 21st century we still have to drive and staple paper on doors? <laughs> cities across the countries are bringing it back and mandating it. And again, if we are boots on the ground, we need to handle uh, uh, anything that you need on the ground, right? Uh, Many of our property managers in Denver started taking business in Colorado Springs. That's great. That's kind of what uh, 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 the whole basis of Shieldix was uh, around that, to allow you guys to start expanding, not worry about, oh, this is more than 10 miles away. I, I need to drive there. Don't worry about that. Manage properties in Colorado Springs. Manage in Arizona. Manage in, 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 the, in, in, in Washington, where I'm based, right? Um, and it's possible, and people are doing it now, but they can only do it knowing that our agents are there to help them. So uh, if you need a, a, a notices posted, great. Real estate agents, broker, love it. They'll print it. They'll go. They'll not. Well. They'll serve it. They'll send you a picture. And... Uh, we're just keeping our uh, uh, finger on the pole, seeing what else is needed. And at the end of the day, again, I want you to be able to manage 5,000 houses with the same staff you have today. And that's that's my goal. That's that's awesome. And just to clarify, yes, we want people to grow into new markets except Denver. Let's keep competitors out of Denver. That That's my market, Kobe. So I think you should limit your services there. All right. <laughs> that's it. I, i'm joking i'm joking Kobe. you can bring more people into into denver it's, it's a great market there. but you know so, what we talk about days in this model for a lot but i think there's a lot of innovation you know you asked me I, I i'm very excited about this field you know you're from denver there's a company in denver called the uh, nomad um that's innovating around the rent guarantees there is a company in uh, san francisco called bungalow that reimagined the whole uh, uh, roommate experience and how roommates you know get matched and rent and sign leases there's so many innovation and people thinking outside the box nowadays i think as an industry we were too stagnant, right? We had the same management contract that looked exactly the same for years now all over the country. Um, and finally, we're seeing property managers starting to think differently, uh, uh, imagine a different product. And it's just in time. Like I said, there's huge demand for, for uh, uh, rental houses, starter homes. Um, and it's just exciting to see what the industry as a whole uh, uh, is going through. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so people are interested. How do they get in touch with you? You know, it's easy. Showdigs.com. You go uh, online. You can sign up. You can uh, uh, learn more. You can schedule a call with, uh, uh, with our team. Uh, very easy nowadays showdigs.com we'll put a link to that uh in here as well that's that's really good that's really good stuff well well thank you kobe it's it's uh it's fascinating to hear uh from you who is not in the weeds because we as pms we get in the weeds a lot and this is a fabulous solution 
So property managers who are listening to this, um, here's what I'm asking you not to do. Please don't email me and say, hey, Mark, um, I'm thinking of using show digs. Tell me three reasons why you like them. Because I get 25 emails like that a day about different folks we use. I'm, I'm telling you now, my fellow property managers, we use show digs. We like show digs. Don't ask me why we like it. Because I'm going to say, well, listen to the podcast. I told you. I don't have to hire a leasing person. Like we literally, we manage a thousand residential doors plus commercial and we have one and a half leasing people. We just moved our, our half to full-time. So as of yesterday, we have two leasing people. We can manage a thousand doors and do leasing for a thousand doors to two people. We couldn't do that without you guys. So thank you for that personally, Kobe. Same thing on inspections. I don't have to hire inspection people. We can use you guys for that. So you guys have been a tremendous asset for me and my company. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I'm glad to hear music to my ears. Good. Okay. One last question. This has nothing to do with show digs, but I'm I'm just curious because you're you're an accomplished guy. You're a, you're a deep thinker, but you're also a go getter. You're an entrepreneur. You're all those things that uh, that are fascinating that way. If you, how old are you, Kobe? Oh my God! People can't see me <laughs> here. I'm almost fifty. Next year. Okay, you're almost fifty. Okay, and and here's the reason I ask. If you could give advice to your 20-year-old self, if you could go back to Kobe at age 20 and give him some advice, what advice would you give him? Take more risks. Don't uh, don't overthink everything, right? Uh, uh, we spend so much time. What if? And should I leave my job and start this company? Should I... Uh, 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 try this new approach to doing something and a lot of time we uh, uh, hold ourselves back just because we, we 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 overthink it jump to the water you know good smart people you'll manage wherever you you land you make mistake that's great those are the best thing to learn from and and just do you know uh, 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 so many years, and I, I you know, I, I look at it, you know, myself, um, were wasted because I was, you know, thinking about the what if and what if, and and uh, and you know, wish I could go back and claim those years again. Kobe, thank you. All right, have a great day. Well, that was fun. If you need help with your showing process, with your inspection or your notice delivery process, reach out to my friends at ShowDigs. Kobe and his team will take care of you, I promise. So I have a question here from David. David's saying, hi, Mark. Wondering if you've done or if you plan to do an episode on the topic of allowing tenants to paint the walls in their property while they're living there. There's certainly a lot of variables, pros and cons. However, in talking with some mom and pop landlords, they embrace this as an option to give tenants the ability to possibly mitigate damage upon move out. If we provide the paint, some courts have allowed this, it's wear and tear. So what David's saying here is a tenant's gonna move out and they have damaged the walls. Do we let them paint the walls so that we don't have to charge them for the walls? And that leads to a broader question, David, which. I have some thoughts on as well, which is simply, do you allow existing tenants if they want to change the color or if they want to paint, should we allow them to do though? There's no right or wrong with this. Our philosophy has always been when a tenant's in a property, we want them to consider that their home. I've lived in a number of homes and I have found that sometimes we do want to paint a room 
paint the kid's bedroom blue, paint the nursery pink, or maybe just uh, repaint our bedroom. So do you allow your tenants to do that? I think as a best practice, it is good customer service to keep that tenant in place. The more customized they can make their property, the more likely they are to stay in that property beyond their initial lease term, and that's exactly what you want. Let's remember, the goal isn't to keep the walls white. The goal is to keep the property filled. And if by allowing the tenant to repaint the property, they will stay longer, then I'm all for it. So if you're going to do that, maybe what you do, Mr. Tenant calls and says, hey, we'd like to repaint that back bedroom blue. We've got a little baby on the way and uh, we want to do a light blue. Can we do that? What we're going to say is, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You're welcome to do so. Here's the way it would work. Number one is give us a paint swatch. Show us the color you want to paint it. Let's make sure it's not like midnight black. Probably don't want any rooms painted midnight black. So look at the color, number one. Number two, then we're going to say, that's fine. You can go ahead and do that. It would need to be done at your expense. And then we're going to add a little addendum, have them sign a doc that basically says, when you move out of this property, we have the sole option of either looking at the room you painted and saying, gosh, this looks great. We'll leave it as is. Or we have the option of repainting it back to its original color, in which case you would be charged for that. And that includes if you did a bad job painting. So if you got some paint on the carpet, we would charge you for that. If you just didn't keep your edges and your lines sharp and you got it onto the ceiling where you weren't supposed to, and we have to repaint the entire room back to the original color, you would be charged for that. So Mr. Tenant, you want to do a very good job and good quality painting this property or painting this room. Because if you don't, we have the option, our sole option, our sole discretion, to return the property to its original color and charge you for it. That's what we recommend doing. We're not going to probably pay for the paint. We're certainly not going to pay for the supplies. But if it helps them feel like this is their home, then we will do that. Good question, David. Thank you. If you've got a question, by the way, jump on our website, pmbuild.com. Submit any question you want, and we will do our best to answer it on a future podcast. To give you a preview of our next podcast, we're going to be having a conversation around owner communication strategies. I'm really excited to do this one because we are asked this a lot. How do you proactively communicate with your owner clients? What should you say? What should you not say? So we'll share our strategy for owner communication. Be sure to be watching for that podcast out in two short weeks. Hey, we still have some spots open in 2024 for our opportunity to come visit our office, our Visit Grace events. We're hosting three of those in 2024. Uh, would you like to spend two days with me and my team? We'd love to host you in Denver. Jump on our website, pmbuild.com, where you will also find more videos, more downloads, more checklists, more systems, more training than you can ever digest. My friends, thank you for your time. Until next time, I wish you success.